of Yahweh, the opportunity that you bless me with to share with my brothers and sisters and that you entrust your word to me to be able to share with them to encourage and uplift them, Father. Thank you for allowing me to be your conduit to share your truth your knowledge and wisdom, Father. Forgive my shortcomings, but in my weakness is your strength, Father. They that have an ear, let them hear your truth, hear your words, Father. Abba Yahweh Amma, Yeshua Paraklitos Amma. So, brothers and sisters, I'm going to share with you a little bit here um, in that we have, and and I've got this question that just comes up in my mind all the time is why, um, <laughs> and it's really silly because, uh, quite honestly, we, we're never going to understand anything we can say. I just don't get it. I don't understand, and it continuously it's going to be that way, so we just have to ultimately not look to trying to get an answer resolved uh, what we might be contemplating at any time. The answers come from God the Father, the truth, knowledge, and wisdom. But in saying that, I had a contemplation that, why, pardon me, why is it that, uh, why is it there, there are certain songs that are relegated to being sung only at a certain time of the year, um, as ritualistic opportunities. Um, this is one of the reasons that, that Christ and in the scripture, he did declare religion as being something that he did not care for. Jesus Christ did not care for religion because it compartmentalized both his father, uh, his self, and the Holy Spirit. They would only be allowed out when a ritualistic opportunity arose and there were certain times and you have churches today, they won't pray in the, in the spirit. They, they, uh, <laughs> they even declare that um, God doesn't do that anymore because it's modern time and there's not a reason for it. Well, let me share this with you about certain things about religions. And uh, when people ask me, oh, what's your religion? I said, well, I don't really have a religion, but if you need to put a label on it, I'm, I'm a Christian, but I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. Um, you know, and people want to label everything. They've, they've got the saying, and then, of course, as I shared with you before, they get their knickers in a twist and they start being offended about everything, and especially if you declare being a Christian, oh, you're one of those, and I had, uh, I even had a co-worker who, and I'm I'm not sure understanding, except that um, I know that the enemy works on him mightily, and is working on him mightily because I'm working on him for the opposite direction. Um, I've had to walk away because Things just are very dark, and I continue praying, but the individuals become very confrontational, and it's actually to the point with, again, with the with the Christian label. He goes, "Oh, you're one of those. You're you're like that. So you don't do this, or you don't do that," and and basically just beriding me because of my faith in God and Jesus Christ, but. Let's continue on with this thing of the songs. This song has become a ritualistic thing, 
It's only brought out at Christmas time, but it's not. This, this song I've heard others talk about it. I've had a conversation about it. The Joy to the World. It's not a Christmas song. There's nowhere in the lyrics, nowhere to be found in the lyrics at all does it say that it's a Christmas song or only a time to be brought out during holiday rituals. It's not. But yet, so many people put it that way. Now, for me, in the conversation I've had with others and I've heard it said, is that this is a prayer, a call of prayer. It's more like something that, that David would write in the Psalms. And a joy to the world. The Lord has come, let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. Brother and sister, we're told in, in uh, Paul's writings that we need to have the Holy Spirit in us, the love of God dwelling in us and Jesus Christ living within us to, to be a part of us so that we reflect that light. But brothers and sisters, if we don't prepare him room and we don't offer that and we say with one out of one corner of our mouth that we're Christians and out of the other corner of the mouth, we start making fun of people and belittling them and uh, rumor mongering. And we, you know, back and forth, you get two sides of your mouth going and then Brothers and sisters, you're either going to be or you're not going to be. And as the scripture also testifies to, and he talks about the church of Laodicea, and he talks about spewing out because they're neither hot nor cold. So you got to be one or the other. You're either going to be for Jesus Christ and faith in God, or you're not. You can't be middle of the road. You can't sit on the fence. Besides being uncomfortable, God does not like that. And you're not being one or the other, and he will spew you out. Spewing is not a good thing. But the song calls out to people to prepare him room. It also there's also uh, messianic prophecy that goes along with things that are on here. Um, in the book of Isaiah, we have uh, Isaiah 7 and 14. Actually, let me flip to that if you would allow. In the book of Isaiah 7 and 14, we have the declaration of the virgin birth. And I apologize, I had it marked. I did, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a little flustered here because I had it marked and then I've lost my place. But in Isaiah 7 and 14, the prophet Isaiah speaks to the virgin birth. And he explains that. And the, he says that the Lord will send a sign. And hear ye now, O house of David, is it a small thing for you to weary men, but will ye weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. What did the angel tell Mary? The angel told Mary, you shall call his name Emmanuel. 
Lord with us. And Joseph was also told later when he was upset and distraught, the angel came and told him, you know, his son Jesus to, to take them and go to Egypt because Herod was looking to kill the baby. And also uh, another tidbit of Messianic prophecy out of the book of Psalm and 69.22, when Jesus Christ was hanging on the cross and he said, I thirst, what did they do? They dipped the hyssop on the end of the staff and they dipped it in vinegar and they put it up to his mouth, his lips, for him to, to try to get a drink. Gall, vinegar, same thing. They gave me gall for my food, vinegar to quench my thirst. So while he was hanging there, they did these things to Jesus Christ. But further exploring the lyrics of this song, repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. In song, 72, 17 through 19. And I'm going to read from the Old Language, the Old Testament. May his name be eternal, why the sun lasts. May his name endure. Let men invoke his blessedness upon themselves. Let all nations count him happy. Blessed is Hashem, God of Israel who alone does wondrous things. Blessed is his glorious name forever. His glory fills the whole world. Amen. And brothers and sisters, the declaration to repeat that, to say it again and again that people call out and repeat that sounding joy that we sing out we bless him we it pleases god greatly and it's something that he appreciates and when we do that it blesses him and i'm going to read now from the king james in its same uh 72 17 through 19 His name shall endure forever. His name shall be continued as long as the sun and men shall be blessed in him and all nations shall call him blessed. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who doeth wondrous things and blessed be his glorious name forever and let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. And as the lyrics talk about in the song that the the world... Joy to the world. The world has that. They know. I've shared that with you before, that the scripture talks about all the world. The song talks about, repeat the sounding joy. Let men their songs employ, while the fields and floods, the rocks, the hills and plains, repeat the sounding joy. And oh, they do. 
Heaven and nature sing. In Psalm 96. 96. 11 through 13. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth exult. Let the sea and all within it thunder. The fields and everything in them exult. Then shall all the trees of the forest shout for joy at the presence of Hashem. For he is coming. For he is coming to rule the earth. He will rule the world justly and its peoples in faithfulness. Hashem is king. Let the earth exult. The many islands rejoice. Hashem, remember, I shared with you that the language and the translation of the old world is Lord God. And the Savior reigns. Repeat the sounding joy. And it does. Let heaven and nature sing. And it does. It does, brothers and sisters. Repeat the sounding joy. Nature declares this all the time. And God himself told us that when we try to excuse ourselves, oh, God, I didn't know. And what is his response? All you had to do was open your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and you would see because everything around you declares it. Everything around you declares the living God. Brothers and sisters, there will be no excuse. It is there. It's declared by everything around us. All things talk about the glory of God. All things. They have to do, when I'm outside, I listen to the birds singing and chirping. That's a marvelous thing. And here, continuing about that again. Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into the courts with praise. He that be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Brothers and sisters, God is faithful. Great is his faithfulness. Like the song, great is thy faithfulness. Lord, unto me, morning by morning, new mercies I see. Brothers and sisters, we have to understand, too, that grace and mercy is not synonymous. They're two different things. By the grace of God, we are drawing our breath in the morning and we get up out of bed. Do you bother thanking him for that? Do you say, thank you, Father, walk with me in this day that is your day that you have created Today is your day. I get up and I rejoice in it. Thank you. Or do you just get up and take it for granted? By his grace, you draw that breath. By the mercy of God every single day, you're allowed to keep it and continue breathing. Because trust me, brothers and sisters, 
if God was not graceful, merciful, and loving to us, you wouldn't be breathing because, brothers and sisters, we don't deserve everything that he gives us, but he gives it to us unconditionally because he loves us. We are his children, and he loves us. So we must make sure, we should ensure that we thank him. And by thanking God, simply lifting up a song, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Let men their songs employ. Brothers and sisters, that's also in the book of Psalms. In Psalm 98, O sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm hath gotten him the victory. The Lord hath made known his salvation. His righteousness hath he openly showed unto the sign of the heathen and to the sight of the heathen. Those that don't believe, he's showing it to them. He says, hey, I am God. These are my people. I love them. They're my children. So do you not think that maybe we should sing a little something to him? We should thank him and praise him for his might. Psalm 104, bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty who covers thyself with light as with a garment who stretches out the heavens like a curtain who layeth the beams of his chambers in the waters who maketh the clouds his chariot who walketh upon the wings of the wind brothers and sisters our Lord God Almighty deserves us to praise. Abba Yahweh, Amman. Again, I share with you that that means praiseworthy. That's the translation of the word Amman. A-H-M-A-N. When you hear me say, Abba Yahweh, Amman. Yeshua, Amman. Parakletos, Amman. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, praiseworthy. And he is. And he rules the world with truth and grace. We can find that in the book of Isaiah. And it talks about that as well. That Isaiah in uh, 11, 1 through 5, talks about he rules the world. It describes that very thing. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, and the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding and the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth and he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. 
and righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the gird of his reins. The Lord shall rule with truth and grace, and all righteousness. He deserves a little bit of something from us. Some of us seem rather hard-pressed to give up anything, which is sad because everything that we have is from God anyway. And you know, here's the other reason that he ought to have praise, honor, and respect from us is that he continuously is in his it prays intercession for us. Continuously prays that. And Hebrews 7.25, Paul writes to the Hebrews, Wherefore he is also able to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Our high priest, Jesus Christ, came and sacrificed himself for us. And through that sacrifice, as he told the Samaritan woman at the well, that when he, when the time comes, and alluded to it then because it was not yet his hour, but that we can be now able to go to God through Jesus Christ. We don't have to go get a high priest. We don't have to go confess to some man in a booth. We don't have to go and have someone uh, shake stuff at us and or rattle things at us and, and do this thing ritualistically, which was what it used to be. And uh, they used to have, the, according to the written law, they had sacrifices that had to be done. If you did something that you had to do so many sacrifices and, and that thing was followed. But Jesus Christ came and put that all away by his ultimate all covering one and for all. Christ did that for me, for us. And brothers and sisters, that is, if that's not praiseworthy, And then I will share with you in Hebrews 10. 10, 10 through 14, it talks about this sacrifice. I'll, I'll actually start in verse 9. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first that he may establish the second by the which we will are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oft times the same sacrifices which can never take away sin. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God from henceforth expecting 
till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. Brothers and sisters, that's us. We accept that Jesus Christ is the one and only begotten Son of Lord God Almighty, Abba Yahweh, Hashem, Lord God, maker of all things made, Adonai, El Shaddai, however you want to call him. He has many names and they're all his characteristic. But Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters, sits on the right hand of the Father God. And he prays intercessory prayers for us daily. And in Philippians 2, 9 through 11, this is also part and parcel of, of the joy to the world as he rules the world in truth and grace. And Philippians Christ exalted. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and giveth him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. If that does not, is that not praiseworthy, brothers and sisters, then we have an issue. <laughs> we definitely have an issue. And self-examination reflection is important. But like I share all the time, brothers and sisters, they that have an ear, let them hear. And if you don't want to listen, just turn me off. But I also declare to you to try my spirit that if I do not speak the spirit of truth, that the Holy Spirit will take you away. And you don't listen anymore. And that's okay. Doesn't hurt my feelings. Not at all. Because I am about my Father's business. And that's all that matters to me. Brothers and sisters, you have a very blessed day. You have a grandiose day. Um, the rest of it anyway. Um, that it would be done. And I appreciate you. You have a great day. And as I've shared with you many, many times, I pray for you on my going out, my coming in. And through the course of the day, you are on my mind and the darkness that's going on around us in the world about that we need to be that bright, shining light to reflect that light that is supposed to be within us. And let every man, song, employ so that we sing out praises to Lord God Almighty. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Joy to the world. He reigns forever. And we are going to go with him. When it comes time for us, brothers and sisters, we're going to be there. We're going to recognize each other. I'm going to know you. I don't even, I haven't seen you. I have a few people Hopefully they're still listening that I do know personally. But we're going to know one another once we get there. It's going to be this bonding thing, a spiritual bonding that God allows for us, which is going to be very cool. 
I'm going to see my mother, my father, my grandparents, my favorite uncle, my brother who just recently passed away, my second oldest brother. I still have three more that are bounding around out in this planetary darkness somewhere, praying for them all the time. Um, and I appreciate your prayers for that as well. But brothers and sisters, you have a blessed day. Be encouraged. That I know that I share some darkness sometimes, but it, it troubles me, and the Lord knows it. That's why I believe he gave me that, that uh, sign up there, because my heart is troubled for what goes on. Not for me personally, because I already know what the truth is, okay? I seek the truth from the Lord God Almighty. I seek the truth every day, and I look for that. I don't follow along the lies and all these things that are being told to people and I don't become fearful so that I follow foolishly. I look for the truth. I seek his knowledge and wisdom. And brothers and sisters, my heart is troubled for what goes on out there for others. Um, and I pray. And when I say brothers and sisters, it's not just the brethren within the body of Christ, or the body of the church, we are all brothers and sisters. God made us that way. We are supposed to gather together. We're supposed to be together. We're supposed to be bonding. Um, and yet there are groups out there that push derisiveness and hatred, and they don't want anything to do with anyone because of the color, because of their faith, because of their gender, or because of their who knows what it is now, their lack of gender. Now they call them I, uh, gen, gender X. I, I don't know what they're even calling them anymore. But there's so much of this derisiveness that's going on out there and separation one from another. Brothers and sisters, we're all brothers. We are all brothers and sisters. And I pray for all of everyone. The ideology is the separation. If it is an abomination to the Lord God Almighty, the maker of all things made, then it must be to a true, faithful, Jesus Christ-believing, God-fearing, faith-having, Holy Spirit-speaking, praying Christian, it must be an abomination to me as well. Not the person, the ideology. And that therein lies the problem. People confuse the two. They start pointing their finger and they start saying that, 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 or her, 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 he, 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 them, them, them. And it's not. It's the ideologies. I don't get into that stuff, brothers. I pray for everybody because that's what we're told to do by the word of God. I love you. Many of you I haven't seen, I don't even know, haven't spoken to, but I love you because you're my brother and my sister, my heavenly brother and sister. And I am told that I must do this because we're all one family. You have a blessed day. Have an encouraged day.